Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. Welcome into a special Bonus edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio as we go at it. Mono a mono belly to belly face to face the penny. It is week seven of Benny versus the penny. And we are back at it here to break down every NFL game against the spread. We provide sports handicapping for the regular guy. I have done this for a long time, looking at all the numbers and uh, all of the information available. And I try to pick winners here, the the coin, the penny, an inanimate object also picking winners. And so we'll see who does better. And the home team heads, the road team tails. And Danny G is the spokesman for the penny. And uh, Danny is right there. Hello, Danny. Yo, what's up? This is going to be an interesting NFL Sunday because based on your Halloween party, we might be waking up semi-sluggishly on Sunday morning. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. I might be waking up actually for the Sunday night game, <laughs> which is the Dolphins and the Steelers. That might be the only game I actually watch uh, this this weekend. But the, 
the teams that aren't playing, the, the Buffalo Bills not playing, that's the top team in football by most accounts. The Eagles, who are the only unbeaten team, they're not playing. The Rams and the Vikings. So four of the top teams in the NFL, well, three of the top teams in the Rams uh, are not participating in week number seven. But before we get to all the games here in week seven on Sunday and Monday. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? It's time now. Benny versus the Penny. We must look back at what happened back in week six. Got off to a pretty good start, Danny, in week six. I, I was really doing well in the early television window. And then they had to play the late television window. And that, that did not go so well for me. But overall, another winning week. Only a couple games over 500. There were 14 games in the NFL last week. And if you were listening along, you know that I went 8-6 and six against the spread a 571 winning percentage. The penny went nine and five. So the penny beat me head to head. The penny winning at a 643 clip last week. So good job by the penny. And overall now, this is where it gets really wild, Danny. When you go overall. So my record against the spread, I have won 53 and lost 38, tied three. So that's a 582 winning percentage, which is in the in the black. It's in the black because to win money as a sports better, you have to practice money management, but you have to win more than 52.4% of your bets. That's the magic number, 52.4%. You have to win more than that to win money. So we're at 582. That's good. The penny, I did the math on this, Danny. And I had to do it again and again and again and again and again and again. I kept going back. I said, this can't be right. There's no way this can be right. Apparently, it's right. So there have been so many so many times, so many games we've done here. We've done uh, week six, now heading into week seven. There are 94 NFL games that we have had on Benny versus the Penny. The Penny is 46 46 and two. Damn. How is that? Po- I know it's possible because it's a 50 50 shot, but I don't recall that ever being the case this far into the season where it's exactly 500. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. So you might want to have a word to the penny there. I don't know what's going on there, but man, but we'll get to it. Here we go. Let's get to the games on the card here in week seven. We'll start with the early television window. This is the big game on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo. It's two NFC teams, but it is a CBS game. Detroit, one and four at Dallas, four and two. The Cowboys opened up a six and a half point favorite. They're favored by seven and a half in this game. Over 80% of the money on the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. Some of the numbers here, the, the the Cowboys, their last 10 games against the spread at home against the NFC North are just 2-8 and eight against that division at home. The Lions, though, have the NFL's worst defense. They're allowing 34 points per game and 428 yards per game. Detroit, though, has been good for gamblers coming off a bye over the years. They're 9-1 and one against the spread their last 10 coming off a bye, so that's 10 years. And the last seven on the road after a bye, they're 7-0 and 
against the spread. I'm taking the Lions in this game. Detroit is rested. They're coming off a bye week. Dallas is coming off a hard-fought loss to a division rival. The Eagles, key divisional game in that matchup. Dak Prescott's coming back from a finger injury, but will he be rusty? Are the Cowboys making a mistake bringing him back here and jumping the gun because, you know, play against the Lions, soft start here, uh, easy game, you would assume, blah, 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 blah. But coming off a bye, the Lions getting some guys back from injury. Jared Goff and the offense should be able to put some points up, even with that Cowboy defense intimidating Micah Parsons and whatnot. But I love getting this many points. You're getting over a touchdown, a team coming off a bye. I am taking the Lions to cover the spread. Cowboys 26, Lions the right side of the bed at 20. And the penny picks. Right off the bat, a disagreement. Penny going with Dak and the Cowboys. All right, so disagreement on that game. We're off to a flying start. Next up, the G-I-A-N-T-S Giants. At five and one against Jacksonville, two and four. It's on Fox with Chris Myers and Mark Schlerith. And the Jags opened up a three point favorite in this game. They are still favored by three. This is a shocking point spread to many, considering the difference in records here between Jacksonville and the Giants. It'll be 75 degrees at kickoff at TIAA Bank Stadium in Jacksonville. Some of the numbers here the Giants are five and one against the spread this year. So they're 5-1 overall, but also against the spread with Brian Dable. And with Daniel Jones going back even a little further, the last 10 games, they are 10-2 and two against the spread with Jones starting. And the last 15 on the road, the Giants are 10-5 and five against the spread. Jacksonville, as a favorite, they have been a terrible play. If you look at the numbers here, 2-8 and eight against the spread, their last 10 as a favorite. That tells you what has happened. Not what's going to happen. But I'm taking the, the Giants here. This might be a sucker play. The money's about even on this. Saquon Barkley should slice up the Jacksonville linebacking core. Jacksonville, they have put a lot of yards up between the 20s. And that's one of the reasons I think this line is the way it is. They've struggled, though, to consistently score touchdowns. And they've also made a lot of mental mistakes to lose games here, including last week against the Colts, where they'll come out, they'll have a two-touchdown lead early and then play sloppy football. I don't see that stopping here. The Giants rank ninth in pressure rate, so they should be able to blitz Trevor Lawrence up the wazoo, which is normally a recipe for the quarterback to make mistakes. And this this line scares me because it, it, it looks like it's completely wrong, and I'm on the side of the public in many respects, but I, I think the Giants are just the right side here. They should win this game. Now, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll come out flat and they'll they'll lose this game by 10 points. But I am taking the Giants 24 and the Jags 20, the final. And the penny is with you and the public on this. Going with the Giants. All right, so agreement on that. Next up, Indianapolis 3-2-1 at Tennessee 3-2. It's on CBS with Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. On the call, the Titans opened up a one and a half point favorite. They are favored by two and a half in this game at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. They're getting a new stadium. They just announced it this week. So in a few years, we'll have another dome stadium in the NFL. The Titans are six and one their last seven games with Ryan Tannehill against the Colts. Five and two with Mike Vrabel 
against the Colts. And Frank Reich, obviously the other side of that, he's two and five uh, against the Tennessee Titans as the coach in Indy. I'm taking the Titans. I'll tell you why. Tennessee's offense, they are stuck in mud here, but they have regularly outgunned. uh, They are regularly outgunned is what I'm trying to say here. If the guy could talk, that would help. Uh, But they've been very opportunistic on defense and special teams, and they've really been the vultures, which is more important than raw yardage. It's getting turnovers, big special teams plays. And Indianapolis is tied for second with five pass interference penalties against the secondary. So you, you look at that. Also, this referee for this game, Ron Torbert. You know, I'm, I'm going deep in the weeds when I'm looking at the referee matchup. But this Ron Torbert, the referee. Never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. His crew, he's no Ed Hockley. His crew has called the most defensive pass interference calls in the league. So. What does that mean? That means that there should be some opportunities there for the Titans to gain yardage on pass interference calls. The Colts have made a lot of those mistakes, and Matt Ryan is a, a, a turnover waiting to happen here. So it's really Derrick Henry, a little bit of Ryan Tannehill, and I'm going to take the small favorite, the Tennessee Titans, to win this game. 27-23, to 23, Titans over the Colts will be your final. And the penny says, don't give up on Matt Ryan yet. Going with Indy. No, no. I believe Matt Ryan and the horseshoes should go to the glue factory. Next up, Atlanta. Three and three at Cincinnati. The end of the rainbow. Also three and three. It's on Fox with Brandon Godden. Brandon Godden and Robert Smith. They have the call. The Bengals opened up a six and a half point favorite, and they are a six point favorite in this game. And 69% of the money on the side of Cincinnati. If you look at the handle here at Paycor Stadium, formerly Paul Brown Stadium, but Paycor Stadium there, sunny and 72 in Cincinnati. Atlanta was supposed to be a pile of shit this season. They have not been that. Uh, they are 500. And the Falcons are the only team left that is perfect against the spread. They are 6-0 and against the spread. So that either means they're due to lose or this is just their year to have the amazing record against the number. 8-2 and two their last 10 with Arthur Smith coaching. And Cincinnati, if you look at the trends here, 2-5 and five their last seven at home in October. And three and seven, their last 10 at home in non-conference games. I am going to take the Falcons. And I might have to rinse my mouth up, but I'm going to take the Falcons here. Cincinnati, I'll tell you what, Cincinnati is much more talented in pretty much every offensive category than Atlanta. And they are lacking, though, the Falcons, the wow factor, but they've been able to be pesky and opportunistic. They've fallen behind in games like, for example, the Rams game, and then they snuck in backdoor cover. They've done that a couple of times. But the the Dirty Birds, they don't have any pass rush, which scares me. So that should give Joe Burrow plenty of opportunity to chuck it downfield. But I'm going to ride with the boys from Georgia getting almost a touchdown against what has been a Cincinnati team that has underachieved. They had to come back to beat the Saints last week. They're still missing something there. They're – they haven't been able to figure it out. What's wrong with the Bengals, but they just haven't been the same dominant team to this point. So I'm going to take the Falcons 24 and the Bengals 23, the final.
And the penny also living on the edge, going with the Falcons. Going with the Dirty Birds. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Next up for us, Cleveland at two and four at Baltimore, three and three. It's on CBS with Kevin Harlan and Trent Green as they go off the beaten path. The Ravens opened up a six point favorite. They are favored by seven in this game. Yes, the same Baltimore team that lost last week to the Giants is a seven point favorite this week and over 80 percent of the money. If you look at the handle, is on the side of Baltimore at M&T Bank Stadium. Temperatures in the mid-60s at kickoff. Will we see a cosmetic change to the Ravens' offense, which has all of a sudden gone the wrong way? Will it matter in this game? The Browns are 9-19 and against John Harbaugh coached Raven teams. And Kevin Stefanski and the Brownies are 6-9 and the last 15 games. Uh, they've gone. Lamar Jackson actually has a losing record against the spread at home. So I'm going to take the Browns here. I, this is an aesthetically non-pleasing game. You'd rather watch a stick of dynamite blow up than watch this game. But the Browns, have they've lost three straight. They were blown out by the Patriots and Bailey Zappi last week. Things look bleak. However, you're never as bad as people say you are. You're never as good as people say you are. This is a bounce-back spot for Cleveland. Divisional game. They're close to getting Denzel Ward back. He had a concussion. Jadavian Clowney's got all kinds of injuries. Your knee, your ankle, your elbow. And Miles Garrett, still dealing with the after effect of the car accident, is supposed to come back. The issue here is all those missed tackles. The Browns 
have not been prim and proper on defense. They've been in position to make tackles. It's the most frustrating thing. I see it all the time with the Rams. And so the Browns are one of these teams where they get guys in position to make a play, and then the it's an ankle tackle or the the the, the receiver, the running back runs through the tackle. It's embarrassing. And Lamar Jackson, on the other side, he has regressed the last couple weeks. It's You're talking about a divisional game. You're getting over a touchdown or, or a touchdown, in this case, a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Browns. I think that's too many points. Ravens 26, Browns 20 on a razor's edge. We get the win with the Browns. The Penny is a big Duvernay fan going with the Ravens. The Penny's forgotten more than I'll ever know. All right, next up, Green Bay. Actually, no, we're not doing Green Bay. We'll do Tampa Bay. I got my bays mixed up. Racist. Tampa Bay, three and three at Carolina at one and five. It's on Fox. You better watch. It's the only reason to watch. Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. The Bucks open up a nine and a half point favorite as they are said to be on life support after losing to the Steelers last week. The Bucks are an 11 point favorite right now. 11-point favorite for that Tampa Bay team. God bless America. Bank of America Stadium site. Most of the money is on Tampa. Why would anyone bet on Carolina? They're begging you to bet on Carolina. They have died like a dog, uh, the Panthers here of late. The Bucs, though, their last 15 games before playing Atlanta, which is who they have next week, they're 2-13. and 13. And Tampa... Two and four this season against the spread under Todd Bowles, while Carolina on the other side, they're on pins and needles right now. One and nine, their last 10 home games, and four and 11, their last 15 as an underdog. So I am going to take the Panthers in this game. This is one of those cover your eyes games. This is where you have to take the value, and you need a couple of things to go right to, for this to come full circle. But rather than me wax and wane, let's get to the point. It's a peekaboo special for the Bucs. They're, they're coming off a loss to the Steelers. They, they're, they're, played a, they're playing a morbid Panthers team this, this coming uh, week here on Sunday. And they have, a, I believe, a Thursday night game next week. So Tom Brady looks a little bit off. And we're not sure what that is. Is it age? Is it the fact he's going through a bad marriage? He's disheveled. And we're not going to bet on Tom Brady the way things are going right now. And the, the Buccaneers really haven't blown anyone out in a while. Uh, they had big leads in games and gave them up. They still haven't played a full game. They're living a charmed life despite that because they still won three games. They've also lost three. Philip Walker, who sucks, is going to start. And that's not good. Jacob Eason is also there. And that's like the blind leading the blind. So you're not going to get much offense here. That's not going to go so well. But but you've got other ways to score. Carolina's going to need inter- interception or fumble. Special teams, key turnover late in a half, right before you know halftime, the Bucs turn the ball over inside their own territory. So it's a short field. Those kind of things have to go right. And, and Carolina's defense, which has been uh, – regressing, shall we say, has to be able to slow down the run. Otherwise, it's going to be the same old, same old. They'll lose this game 40 to 10. But I say no divisional game. You're getting over 10 points. Buccaneers win the game, but they don't win the bet. Bucks 23, Panthers 13 as Carolina purring like a kitten. All right. And the penny picks. 
Penny says this is the week Brady is going to bust out. Going with the Bucks. He might bust out, but he's going to be busting out of his marriage is what he'll be busting out of there. That's the but I'm pumped. All right, next up, we are going to get to Green Bay. Green Bay 3-3 three and three at Washington. It's on Fox. You better watch. Adam Amin and Daryl Moose Johnson have the call. And I'm trying to rack my brain on how the hell this line is only five points. This is one of those lines that makes no sense. It's so obvious. It jumps off whatever electronic device you're looking at when you look at the point spreads. The money on this game is relatively even at FedEx Field. Sunny and 65 degrees at kickoff. Green Bay, they are seven games above 500 on the road against the spread with Matt LaFleur. And Aaron Rodgers, his last 25 road games, going back a few years, has been 15 and 10 against the spread. I'm going to take Washington. This is another one of those, as a gambler, you don't want to be on the side of the glamour team. In this case, Green Bay, you want to be on the side of the gritty team. Washington's a hot mess. Carson Wentz has a finger injury. He's out. Taylor Heineke set to take over here, and they're going to mix in some other options at quarterback. But that's really a lateral move. Carson Wentz had been bad to the bone. He had curled up and gotten into the fetal position several times. So it's not like this is a huge downgrade. If anything, as I said, it's a lateral move. It's a sidestep, couple of steps. And Washington's on thin ice, whoever plays quarterback. So it's not like this is going to make that big a difference. Carson Wentz, as I said, not good. Dog with fleas. Uh, the Packers, though, have their own issues. Right? That's my main sticking point here. Green Bay does not have the wow factor. They lost to the Jets at home last week. The Giants they lost to earlier this year. These, these are bad losses. It's an offensive malaise. For Green Bay, we're not walking down memory lane back when the Packers were would play a game like this and they would win 35 to 14. It's not that same vibe right now. In fact, Green Bay has had such a disappearing act. I think there's other stuff going on. Aaron Rodgers will likely scuffle to get separation from the commandos. And I wouldn't be shocked if this is anyone's game in the fourth quarter. Therefore, I'm going to take Washington. Call me crazy. Just call me. I believe there'll be blood in the streets as Washington pulls the upset. Washington 20, Green Bay 17, the final. And the penny picks. And the penny is going with the commandos. Oh, shocking. The penny stealing my work there. Bad job by the penny. All right, next up, we get to the late television window. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 suck, 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 no more. Checking those receipts. I guess the fairy godmother has helped the Jets out. They're four and two. Denver two and four. It's on CBS with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis, friend of the podcast. We had Charles on not that long ago before the football season got going. In this game, open Broncos by three and a half. It has gone all the way down to a pick'em. Sodom and Gomorrah. It's raining. Sulfur. A pick'em. The Jets at Denver. A pick'em. And who would have guessed that before the season got started? But we adjust as the games go on at Empower Field at Mile High. Mostly cloudy temperatures in the 60s. The Jets, you look at all the trends for the Jets. They're all terrible because the Jets have been terrible. And you can't play it by the trends. The Jets, for example, one in nine, their last 10 on the road against the AFC West. 
But Robert Sala, five and two against the spread with him as coach, last seven against the spread. And the Jets, even with Zach Wilson doing really nothing, six and one against the spread. Denver, the Broncos, just two and eight as a favorite. Man, is that bad. Man, is that bad. And I'm going to take the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets in this game, and I'll tell you why. I can't believe I'm saying this. New York is the more fundamentally sound team. It just is. They're the younger team, but they're more fundamentally sound. Russell Wilson played one good quarter on the Monday night game against the Chargers and then vanished the rest of the game. Just kind of coasting along. Denver is a poorly coached team in every phase. They are a penalty and turnover machine, which is normally dead on arrival if you play like that. Just to back up my point, the Broncos lead the NFL with 12 false start penalties on offense. That means 12 times a professional football team has been unable to snap the ball without one of their own players jumping off sides. And uh, in addition to two of those per game, the offensive holding calls, the Broncos are second in that category. Those are drive killers, uh, 100%. The turnovers have been very high. So if you want to take a swipe on this one, there's another one of those games you're like, well, the Jets, you just, you got to get through the neurosis of the Jets and you can't bet on the Jets. And I was that way with Joe Flacco earlier this year and all that, but we are seeing a come to power situation for the Jets. And this is another one of those hurdles. Is this going to be the same old Jets? Are they going to return back to the way they had been? And or do they win this game and go to five and two? And now you're like, we got some, we got some, they get their house in order. I say they do. I'll take the jets 30 and the Broncos 23. Denver's going to be two and five at the end of this game. Penny cheating off your paper again, going with the J E T S suck, suck, suck. All right. Well, we, uh, we agree on that. A lot of agreement here on Benny versus the penny as the penny is hot on my trail, clearly, because I've been kicking some ass here. Let's get to it. Next up, Houston, 1-3-1 at Las Vegas. Danny G's Raiders, 1-4. It's on CBS with Greg Gumbel and Adam Archuleta. The Raiders opened up a a 6.5-point favorite. They're a 7-point favorite in this game. Sunny and 70 degrees at kickoff at Allegiant Stadium. And Vegas, much like the last we were talking about a couple of games ago, the uh, I think it was Denver last game. They're two and eight against the spread as a favorite. That is the same record Vegas has. Their last 10 games as a favorite. The Raiders are two and eight. And Vegas at home against teams that have a losing record are 23 games under 500. If you go back the last, I believe the the last 65 games they've been in that situation. So that goes back a long time, but the the trend is the trend. It has held up. Houston, though, has the NFL's second worst defense. They're allowing 412 yards per game, having a whale of a time as they run after offensive players running past them wherever they play, and uh, they're going all the ollie oxen free. Please help us. But I am going to take... The Texans in this game, despite all that, this is going to be a battle of the running backs. Damon Pierce, the the rookie, he's our rookie, has been splendid for Houston. And Josh Jacobs had that dominant game against the Chiefs. And I also expect a lot of flags in this game. However, the, the officiating crew, John Hussey's crew, 
they've called the fewest penalties. So maybe there will not be a ton of penalties this game. Houston, though, check this out. They have not lost by more than 10 points with Davis Mills all season. So they've kept it close to the vest. And when they've been lopsided games, they've come back and gotten back into the games. They lose the stat sheet pretty much every week. The Texans lose the the stat sheet. They get pummeled, but they are able to come back and and hang around the point spread. I think they'll do it again here. And this is a letdown game. The Raiders had a you know big big game their last time out against Kansas City, and now they are they're back at it after the bye week and all that. So Raiders twenty four, Texans twenty, Houston the right side of the wager. And the penny also going with the Texans. All right. Another agreement here. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. As you are getting educated on Benny versus the Penny, if you haven't clicked that like button, please help us out. Tell a friend, right? We love that. Word of mouth advertising. We have no advertising budget. Would that be correct, Danny G? There is no budget for advertising. There's no billboards. There's no television commercials. We occasionally get a promo. That's about it, right? Yeah, I was going to say, unless you count the promos, it is mouth to mouth, word to word, ear to ear. Well, we can't match the promos. The other show you work on, Covino and Rich, those guys, now they are getting all the promos. And uh, they're all over the place, but good for them. All right, next up, Kansas City. Thank you kindly at four and two at San Francisco, three and three. It's in Santa Clara. It's on Fox as the Niners rough around the edges last week. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, the A team, 
So your cup runneth over. If you want the A team to be at this game, they are there. And the Chiefs opened up a two-and-a-half-point favorite, a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this. Actually, they opened up a one-point favorite. They're two-and-a-half-point favorite now. And most of them, about 70%, a little over that, is on the side of Kansas City at Levi's Stadium. Temperatures in the 60s at kickoff of this game. Some of the numbers, some of the trends. Kansas City, the NFL's number one scoring offense, are averaging 29.8 points per game. But they have not been great with Patrick Mahomes. Last seven games, from a gambling standpoint, the Chiefs are just two and five against the spread. Andy Reid, over his career going back to Philly, has done great against the 49ers. I'm going to take the Niners here. Niners are 11 and four, their last 15 with Garoppolo. But I like the 49ers. I'm not disrespecting Kansas City. They're on a different level than everyone else these days. But they also lost to the Colts. It's them and the Bills. They're on an island, the, the Bills and the, the the Chiefs, maybe the Eagles, but those two mainly are the top two teams. And this is a letdown spot. The Chiefs coming off an emotional loss at home to Buffalo as it went all the way to the bitter end there. And that was a showcase game, big game for them. They lose it. Now they got to come back. They play another good team, but not a great team, the 49ers, who have a top defense. They're coming off a loss against Atlanta. More importantly, though, they're getting guys back. Left tackle Trent Williams, defensive end Nick Bosa, and also Jimmy Ward. Uh, Those guys, uh, I believe Bosa will be back. Williams and Ward may be back. They returned to practice this week. They may play. They may not at the time we're doing this. So if they don't play, I'll probably need professional help because I'll be in such a bad mood. I took the 49ers, but I'm assuming that at least two of those three will be able to play. So I'm going out on a limb here. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 49ers, 26. Chiefs, 23. The Niners, the right side. And Benny, you see the penny right here. I see it. Trying to come up off of that 500 mark by copying you again. Oh, man. Going with the 49ers. All right. I don't understand what's going on with the penny. And next up, Seattle, 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 where they curse like a sailor because they're all, you know, you're the water. Uh, Seattle 3-3 three and three at the L.A. Chargers of Inglewood. It's on Fox. It's on Fox. Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez have the call. Now, the Chargers open up a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. They are favored by six, and 90%. Over 90% of the money is on the side of uh, Seattle. But that one at SoFi Stadium, temperature right about 70 degrees at kickoff. Seattle, 8-2 their last 10 against against the spread versus the AFC. And the Seahawks are 6-3 and three against the spread with Geno Smith starting going back to last year. Chargers also have a bye week coming up. They're 2-8 and eight their last 10 against the spread going into a buy. I'm going to take the Seahawks here. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm with the public, which is a bad sign. The Chargers and Seahawks, they can trade mistakes in this game. Seattle leads the NFL with 11 offensive holding penalties. LA is tied for second with the Broncos with 10. Geno Smith, not a fan, but he has been able to put some points on the board most weeks. Last week was not one of those weeks against Arizona. It was 
uh, it was really ugly. It was really ugly. Both teams were were lost at sea. The Chargers, though, have their own issues. You saw that game against Denver. I know Denver's got a pretty decent defense, but a lot of underneath passes. And my theory on the Chargers is they're trying to overcompensate because of offensive line injuries, and they're attempting just to dink and dunk it, keep it underneath with Justin Herbert, Hubert, so they don't, they don't want to mess this up. And as a result, they have these long 10, 12, 13, 14 play drives, but they often fizzle when they get down in the red zone because uh, you know they're soft as butter in that uh, particular area. So I'm going to take the Chargers to win, but the Seahawks to keep it close within that six-point line. Chargers, 26, and the Seahawks, 23, the final. And the penny is going with your boy, Gino, taking the Seahawks. Oh, my God. Again? Have we disagreed on any games here? I, 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 uh, yeah, you have. All right, all right. There's been a couple of disagreements, but... Not many. No more than that, yep. All right, well, that's good. See, the penny cannot catch me if we agree on all the games. The only way the penny can catch me is to disagree on these games. Bad job by the penny. I'll have to have a meeting with the penny. Uh, no offense taken, of course. Next up, Sunday night football. The light of Sunday night. Pittsburgh, two and four at Miami, Miami, Miami at three and three. It's on NBC. Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, they have the call. The Dolphins open a six-point favorite. They are favored by seven. And we will turn over every stone as we talk about this game. Hard Rock Stadium, the site, 77 degrees, as mentioned there. Some of the numbers here, Pittsburgh, just two and five against the spread. Their last seven on the road with Mike Tomlin. But Miami, they are 0-7 their last seven games in October. And Miami 5-2, though, against Mike Tomlin, the last seven matchups with different coaches and whatnot over the years. So I'm going to cover my eyes on this one. I'm going to take the Steelers, and I'll tell you why. Kenny Pickett, he remains in the concussion protocol. He is expected to start this game. He practiced on Wednesday at a full practice. Pittsburgh backups, though. The, the starters and the secondary guys who were out, the backups made some plays against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I want to see those guys playing again this week. And the Dolphins are coming back with Tua Tongue of Iloa. And so they're like, oh, hey, you know, Tua's back. You know, it's going to be great and all that. Well, he hasn't played since week four against the Bengals. He's had that concussion. He said he passed out. He was unconscious when he was taken off the field and all that. The Dolphins have cooled off. I don't know what version you're going to get of Tua. And he was he was okay at the beginning of the year, but I, I don't know how you're, you're going you're gonna to bet on that. That's a tough, tough hill to die on with Tua, considering how much time he's missed and all that. It's also the Minka Fitzpatrick revenge game, the former Dolphin who now is with Pittsburgh and has been with Pittsburgh for a couple of years there. So Miami has only one game where they won by more than seven so they even when they play well they normally keep it close to the vest pittsburgh's coming off their super bowl win over tom brady but i say they will still have some fight mike tomlin's team is going to scratch and claw they didn't spread themselves too thin against tampa bay dolphins will win but the steelers will win the bet so i'm on the side of pittsburgh dolphins 23 and the steelers 17 the final Yeah, 
as the penny landed on heads, that means also going with the Dolphins. All right, so the penny table. So, no, I'm taking the Steelers plus the points, though, Danny. I am on the side of the Steelers because the line on this game is the Dolphins are favored by seven. Got you. Okay. So I believe the Dolphins will win, but if you bet on the Steelers, you, you've got a little wiggle room. You so even it. when the penny disagrees, it's super close. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there is disagreement. All right, we got one game left. One game to go. We're going to hit the ugly stick on this game. A mismatch of epic proportion. Chicago 2-4 and four as they are on the suck train. And New England 3-3. Three and three. It's on ABC with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. The Patriots opened up a six-point favorite. They are all the way up to a nine-point favorite in this game. A nine-point favorite. And most people think this is a free money game, just betting on the Patriots. Light rain, temperatures in the 50s around kickoff at Gillette Stadium. Some of the numbers here, the Bears, 5-10, and 10, their last 15 with Justin Fields starting. Chicago this year, just 2-4 and four against the spread with Matt Eberflus as the coach. And I'm going to take the Bears. This is another one of those games where I, I want to I puke in my mouth that I'm taking the Bears, but I'm doing it. The main reason is while I like the Bailey Zappi story and his experience here, Zappi, I don't trust him as this big a favorite. It, it is a big mismatch, but there's no way I feel comfortable laying over a touchdown with Zappi. Chicago's defense has played better than I expected. They pressure the quarterback a fair amount, which normally leads to mistakes. Now, the Bears are going to need some of those because Justin Fields is a, a white-hot dumpster fire. It is disaster. He does not hold water to anybody in the NFL, and the Bears might move the ball a little bit in the middle of the field, but they get into the red zone. I don't even know if they're going to get in the red zone in this game. That's how big a mismatch this is, and Bill Belichick licking his chops at going against Justin Fields, that he will smother him. And Fields is an inconsistent thrower. He's going to have butterflies in his stomach against the Patriots, and it's going to be a big old storm in a teacup in this game. That said, that being said, I maintain my position, though. I'm going to take Chicago because getting over a touchdown, and I just don't think the Patriots are going to score that much. The Bears should be able to get a special teams-driven score and another short field. So I'm going to take the Patriots to win the game, but the Bears to win the money. Patriots 24 and the Bears 17, the final. And I <laughs> I feel like the penny's screwing with you. Yeah. Also going with Chicago. Oh, my God. Who the hell, Bill Miller? What is up with that? We're trying to rock and roll here. We're ready to rock and roll, and we got that. We got agreement up the wazoo. Well, that's the way it works. That's the beauty of the penny, right, Danny? You never know which direction the penny's going to go. You got a 50-50 chance on every game. It just so happens the penny is shadowing me that I am the inspiration for the penny. Wrong. Anyway, we got to get out of here. We got a full weekend of podcasts. The regular fair, the life and times of Maller and Danny G on Saturday. So many happy returns. Many happy returns to the podcast. Got the mailbag on Sunday. And hopefully we will not bite the dust. Have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever day it is. Maybe it's Friday, maybe it's Saturday, maybe it's Sunday. People listen all those days, depending on your schedule. 
And good luck. Don't bet too much. Pick your spots. And may all your bets be winning ones. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. See you tomorrow. Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 